This talk was recorded by Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church, as part of the 2022 Summer Training Project. For more information on Summer Training Project or Campus Outreach Minneapolis, visit cominneapolis.org. ...and tell us that they loved us um, because we were both single on Valentine's Day. Um, on a separate occasion, they showed up with Chipotle, snacks, and books for three friends and I when we were quarantined on campus because we were sick. Um, we attended the same church, and I remember the first Sunday that I showed up, they invited me um, for lunch to their house afterwards, and um, I felt so blessed and loved by them and felt so seen. And I feel like I have a greater picture of what hospitality truly is, thanks to them. So today I'm talking about hospitality, and I hope to convince you that being hospitable in college is essential and possible. It is a command in the Bible to be hospitable. Hebrews 13.2 says, Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. In 1 Peter 4.9, which we read recently together, um, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. And in Romans 12, it talks about the true marks of a Christian. And it says, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor, do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, and seek to show hospitality. It is a mark of a Christian to be hospitable. And while I know what you're thinking, I live in a dorm room, so how am I supposed to be hospitable? Or I have student loans, so how am I supposed to be hospitable? My house isn't big enough, or I don't live on campus, um, but I hope to show you and tell you today um, that it is possible to be hospitable with whatever resources that God has given you. And I hope that we can find some tangible ways that you can serve and be hospitable while you're in college. Um, oftentimes, I think we have a disordered picture of what hospitality is. It can often feel like you have to have your own house or have a family or have a lot of money. And I caught myself thinking this way in the past couple years, like, man, I don't even have a stove in my room or like, uh, I don't have a kitchen table. Um, so I just am not able to be hospitable in college. Um, and it's just too hard. But that is false. And I hope today that we can see that it's worth it, that it's important, and it totally can be done in whatever season you find yourself in, and especially in college. So what is hospitality? Hospitality is defined as the friendly reception of guests or strangers. The purpose of hospitality is to love others and to be hospitable for their good. Hospitality is a broad concept of welcoming others and being loving towards them and working towards their good or for their good. And we're talking about it during evangelism training to highlight that being hospitable is one way of living out, having real relationships full of gospel persuasion. Hospitality is not specific to a gender, but is a, it is a command for all believers. And I think that there's something special and significant about having people over and inviting them into the things that you enjoy to do. So you can go to the next slide. And this is a picture of my friend Christy and I want to tell you about her. So she and I met about every other week or every couple weeks throughout high school. She would have me over and she would say, do you, want to make, do you want me to make you some tea? And I always say yes. And I remember one Christmas, her husband bought her this like really fancy bougie kind of tea and she was so excited to tell me about it and it was delicious. Um, and she also makes bread. So she would 
make homemade bread, and then it, we would eat tea or drink tea and eat bread together. Um, and then she would send some home with me sometimes. Um, and so she and her husband, this isn't really essential to the story, but I, I just want to explain the picture on the left. So she and her husband um, weren't able to get pregnant for about five years. And it was from like when I was in like eighth grade until senior year. And then finally in senior year, they got pregnant. And this is her daughter on the left. Her name is Ruby. Um, I was thinking, I was trying to describe who Ruby was to me the other day and how Sam Gersack and Luke feel about um, Brooks is how I feel about Ruby. <laughs> so if you knew Ruby, you would love her. Cassidy knows Ruby, and she is one of my favorite people on earth. Um, so this is Christy, and that's Ruby, her daughter. And then they, have, they had another boy named Luke. So they, those are important people to me. But the way that Christy listened to me and asked me questions was so loving, and I was able to share all my thoughts and feelings, and she would point me to the Lord, and it was such an example to me of feeling loved and blessed by someone, and that she was, like, doing those things for my good, and I think that that is an example of what hospitality is. So hospitality is simply using what God has given you to welcome others and love them as a means of sharing the gospel. Um, in the next slide, it's a quote from Rosaria Butterfield's book, The Gospel Comes to the House Key, and she writes, the purpose of radically ordinary hospitality is to build, focus, deepen, and strengthen the family of God, to point others to the Bible-believing local church and being earthly and spiritual good to everyone we know. Living with a hospitable mindset can radically change your ministry and help you to have conversations about spiritual things often with your friends and classmates. I think that hospitality can look like opening up to others, sharing stories, and simply sharing our lives. Um, so I remember at the start of my freshman year at Bethel, I got to campus, my mom and my dad left, and I was like, oh, I feel so alone, like who am I, what is going on, when am I going to meet my friends, when am I going to feel comfortable? And a family friend who, was a, who went to Bethel, who was an upperclassman, texted me and she was like, hey, can we go out for coffee? And I was like, yes, please, that would be awesome, a familiar face. Um, and she took me to Starbucks, she bought my drink, and she just asked me questions about how freshman year was going, how was I feeling, how was it with my roommate, um, how were my classes, and she offered advice about how to get through freshman year. Um, and it was so loving, I felt so seen, and it was such a gift to me that she took me out. And this is an example of how to be hospitable. Because we know that it's a command from God that we read in the verses at the beginning of the talk, um, if we know that hospitality is being loving towards others for their good, we can notice other verses in the Bible calling us to do good. So the next slide I have the verse Matthew 5:16, which says, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So I want to clarify, our good works are not what saves us or what earns our salvation, um, but they do bring glory to God. And so through our hospitality, through working for others' goods, for others' good, that is what is glorifying to God. Um, so why is hospitality important? Hospitality is a way of showing others how the gospel has radically changed our lives. And if we think that everything that we have been given is from God, when I think with that mindset, I'm so much more likely to share the things that I have and share my resources resources with others. Hospitality is simply using what God has given you to welcome others and love them as a means of sharing the gospel. So I think that there are some strategic ways that we can be hospitable in college. 
and it's going to look different for each campus and for each person. But in the slides to come, I have some ideas of how we can practice hospitality in college and how it's worked for me. I have pictures to go with each slide and pictures from my college experience um, that I'll show you and explain when we get there. But the hope is that this will encourage you and give you ideas for the fall and for this upcoming school year. Um, the way that I try to do hospitality in college is not going to look the same for everyone, um, but I hope sharing examples um, will inspire and give you ideas of what you could do to invest, bless, and love others. So one way to be hospitable is by asking a friend to get a meal. This friend could be an unbeliever. It could be a freshman, or it could be a roommate, or just another friend that you have. But the purpose of this meal is to ask questions to get to to learn more about the person so that they may feel loved. And when Chase was talking about moving from the external to internal to eternal, this could be your mindset going into this conversation. Um, and the purpose being that the person would feel loved and would feel seen by you wanting to get to know them. So the last couple years at Bethel, I've been on a meal plan. And being on a meal plan, I've been like, man, I am so disqualified from this. Like, I can't even have people over to my room. Like, I really don't have that much food in my room because I eat in the dining center. Um, but I don't think that that is what disqualifies you from eating a meal with people or being hospitable by eating with someone else. Um, so use your swipes. Use your flex dollars, whatever your currency is at your school. Um, use that as a way to bless others, to swipe them in, to have a meal, say, hey, can we spend this time together and do it over food. Um, yeah, so ask a girl or guy in your class to get lunch to get to know them. And wh when I was talking about what, remember when Chase was talking about the power of conversations when we um, read that article together, we learned that people love to talk and people love to tell others about themselves. And it's a very loving thing to invite others to get a meal to learn more about them. So this picture in the top right corner is of my friend Mari. Some of you know Mari. Mari goes to Bethel. Um, she is a year younger than me, and she's a nursing major. And we were in a basic communications class together. And I remember slowly getting to know her and being like, man, I really want to get to know this girl more. And so we got lunch after class one day, and it turned into another lunch. And now, and then it turned into like every other week or every couple weeks we would get together, um, talk about what the Lord was doing in our lives, and we would read the Bible together. And um, yeah, it's just fun for me to think back to being in that class, not even really knowing her, and now through having those conversation, intentional conversations and um, just talking to each other about how our hearts are doing and how how we are and what we're learning. Um, I just think that, that it was such a blessing to me, um, and I learned so much through spending time with her. Um, so I want you to think back to when you were a freshman in college. Maybe you just finished your freshman year, but remember when your mom and dad left, they drove away, and you're just sitting in your dorm room waiting for your friends to find you or waiting for someone to come and talk to you. Um, imagine if an upperclassman would have come to you, like what happened to me, and said, hey, can I take you out for a meal or can I take you out for coffee? Um, it would feel incredibly loving, right? It would feel like oh, wow, I feel so seen, I feel um, so known. And so I think that that's, like, really practical. It's really helpful to think, man, how did I feel at this point in my college career, and how can I, like, help someone who maybe is feeling lonely or sad? Um, and so I would say that is loving. That is hospitality. Um, be a friend to someone and love them by getting to know them. Ask them questions and bless them by investing in them. 
And as time goes by and as you continue to get together, hopefully this can lead to gospel conversations. All the reps that we've been having on Saturdays for beach evangelism can be applied can be applied to these meals. Um, and hopefully one day down the road you can share the gospel with this guy or girl that you've been getting to know. But it all starts by asking intentional questions and by building trust, by having fun together and enjoying conversation. So I also just want to note, like, this can be done with unbelieving friends, and this can be done with believing friends. So the picture in the bottom center is of three of my close friends at Bethel, and they all love the Lord so much and push me to love him more. And I this picture specifically was of a time that we were just asking each other, like, what is the Lord doing in your life? What is he teaching you? What is hard? What is good? And then at the end, the thing, the letters that we're holding up are each a letter, the first letter of a word, and it was the word we were going to pray for each other. Um, and so I think it, you can think of meals as, like, being an evangelistic opportunity, but also just being a way to bless your friends by asking them how they're doing um, and talking about the Lord with them. So you can go to the next slide. And I thought another way that you could be hospitable in college is to invite your unbelieving friends to join you in whatever you like to do. So I like to go to Target and look at the clearance section in the clothing department um, or go buy pints of ice cream together and, I don't know, sit in the grass and eat them together. Um, if you like to get your nails done, invite people to do this with you. Um, go to a thrift store together. Um, our way of ministering to people does not always have to look like doing a Bible study with them. And most times these deeper conversations about the Bible or about the gospel start by building relationships through doing things together. So I want you to think of what you like to do for fun and how can you invite others to do it with you. I also know that finances can be tight in college. Um, but when we think of everything that we have as a gift from God, I'm much more eager to be generous with what I have. But this doesn't mean that you have to buy their coffee or buy their ice cream or even get something every time. Um, but it could be a small way to bless this person by saying, hey, can I buy this drink for you? Or, hey, can I, I don't know, just like whatever you like to do, invite someone to do it with you as a means of being a blessing to them. So Kale talked a few weeks ago that we were created as a blessing to be a blessing to others. This is one way that we can be a blessing. Um, so if you go to the next slide. Um, I've been so grateful for the friends that God has given me and um, the small ways that they have blessed me. These are just like a few pictures of the things that they've given me or bought me or my friend Ingrid in the right corner. She made me this like fancy oatmeal one morning before I had an exam. But I think just an idea is to think through what are your friends' favorite things or like what do they really enjoy and can you get this for them and leave it in their room or on their desk or on their bed just as a means of being a blessing. Or you don't even have to spend money and just write them a card. But if we know that hospitality is working for others good and looking how to be a blessing, I think this is one way that we can do that. And also, I think there, I know that there are so many things that you can do that don't cost money or things that you can do with others that you don't have to spend anything like disc golfing, playing video games, going on a walk, um, inviting others to play games in your room and just thinking like how can I make this time or this yeah I mean this time that I'm spending with this person how can I be intentional with that um, so another idea is if you are an RA or in some type of leadership role it could look like opening up your door and having coffee or tea or popcorn or candy um, set out so that people know that they can come <laughs> and that they're always invited 
Um, if you go to the next slide, just another idea. So invite them into your space and be available. It is my like dream. I'm a RA type of an RA on campus, and it is my dream that like the people that I'm in community with that I'm living with know, would know that my door is always open, um, and that I'm there if they need someone to cry with, um, to talk to, to pray with them um, when difficult circumstances arise or when something super exciting happens. Um, and I think one another way to be hospitable is just being available to people. And is this person, a question that I want to ask you is like, is this person worth it? Is this opportunity to bless and love this person worth it? That they would know that you are available and that you um, are there to talk to them or be with them. So the size of your house and the size of your wallet do not determine if you are able to be hospitable in college. It is a command from God and we are to use the resources that he has given us as a means to serve and bless others. A podcast that I recently listened to said that our generation is shifting from being less persuaded by hearing arguments about what we believe and is being more, they're more persuaded by friendship. So let me say that again. Our generation is moving from being less persuaded about arguments of what we believe and more persuaded by friendship. People want to be invited to things and everyone wants to belong. And um, I think this is why we should be hospitable. If people are more persuaded and are more interested to hear what we have to say through friendship, then let's have people over. Let's have these conversations, have these meals, take them out to coffee. Like if these are ways, if evangelism is shifting in a way from just like hearing the arguments, hearing the um, things, the specific things that we believe, um, if it's being persuaded through friendship, hopefully these friendships will open up the door for conversations to be had about the gospel. Um, so I think one challenge that I have for all of us is for this year to have our gospel glasses on wherever we go. Um, my prayer is that all of our interactions with others, um, in those interactions we would be thinking, how can I bless this person? How can I serve this person? How can I get to know them for the sake of the gospel? How can I be intentional with the people that God um, has placed in my life so that they may feel loved? Um, the people that God has placed in your life um, are the people that you are to invest in. So your classmates, your teammates, your roommates, the people on your floor, or the people in your house. Um, the people, you can go to the next slide. Here's some pictures of how I've invited people into my space. There's Kenny. Kenny's here. <laughs> um, but you can go to the next slide. And the people in your circles are the people that God has given you to be a friend and to bless so that God may be glorified through your love for others. The entire theme of evangelism training this summer has been real relationships influenced by gospel persuasion. So my question to you to close is how can you use what God has given you to bless, invite, and eat with others so that they may feel seen and loved in hopes of sharing the gospel with them? Will you pray with me? Father, I thank you so much for this summer. Thank you for what we've learned. Um, I thank you for the conversations that we've had with each other. Thank you for the meals and, um, yeah, just for the opportunity to be with people from other campuses um, and to get to know each other. Um, Lord, I thank you for hospitality. Thank you for um, the way that you have blessed us and the greatest gift that you've given us in Jesus. Um, I pray that because of the gospel, because of what we know about what Jesus did, that would cause us um, to want to bless others and would want us or would help us to want to um, love and be hospitable um, towards others. Um, Lord, would you help us to understand what hospitality is and how we can apply it to our lives? 
Um, thank you so much for this time and thank you for who you are, God, that we can always trust in you, always rest in you, always um, find our comfort and peace in you. In your name we pray. Amen. So now we're going to move to the workshop. Um, so I want you to, this individual activity, I want you, so for five to seven minutes, Sam's going to play some music. Um, not Sam Gersack. I know you all want to hear him sing and play guitar, but uh, Sam <laughs> Elting Ballard <laughs> is going to play some music. And um, I want you to think of what you like to do for fun. Write those things down. I know it's not very hard, but think of things that you like to do that you could invite others to join you. Um, and then I want you to write down names of unbelievers in your life and of believers in your life um, that you can do these things with. So I'm giving you the time so that this actually happens, so that you actually will pra so that you will practice hospitality when you go back to school. So five to seven minutes, think of the things that you like to do for fun, that you like to enjoy, and then write down names of people that you could invite to do these things with you. All right. So what I want you to do right now is everybody pull out your phone and raise it in the air. Like you just don't care. Yep. And I want you to go to your reminder app or whatever app that you use to help. Yeah, sure. While it's in the air. Sure. Um, to remind you of something. If you use Google Calendar, GCal for all my Bethel peeps, GCal, I want you to think or like go to October 15th or November 3rd, like whatever whatever time during the semester that you think you want the event to like be around that time, maybe set it like two weeks before that. But I want you to set a reminder or put it in your calendar that this is going to happen. Because I remember last year, I planned an event with my friends and did it happen? No. And I missed an opportunity. So I just want to say like, it's worth it. It will be fun. People will be blessed by it. It's a command in the Bible, as we learned. Um, and I want you to set a reminder. So set a reminder for October 11th at 7 p.m. and have it say, be hospitable or plan an event or something. But I just want this event to happen, and that would be awesome. Thank you for listening to this message from the 2022 Summer Training Project hosted by Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church. Please feel free to share this message with others, but please don't charge, edit, or alter the content in any way without the written permission of Campus Outreach Minneapolis.